Welcome back to Nintendo Dispatch. This is your kind of in-between week, our point five release, where we talk about a special topic. I am, as always, James Matsumata-Magno. And I'm Michael Rivets. We're back, buddy, for even more Nintendo Dispatch goodness. We are back. And this topic, I think it's close to home for both of us. Recently, we were playing Little Nightmares, and this kind of got the, the juices flowing about a topic that we both are passionate about we've discussed kind of briefly in some of our other episodes we want to talk about the state of the nintendo eShop. you know we're seeing a lot of uh i guess steam games popping up lately where we're kind of getting ports we're seeing a lot of games that maybe are questionable in quality and we kind of wanted to discuss some of that and what we're hoping for the future what we like about the eShop currently what we want to see more of and I just think it's something a lot of other Switch owners probably can relate to, or maybe they have their feedback that they want to share with us. Let's start right off the bat. Steam games. We're seeing a lot of them. I think the one we're currently both playing, Little Nightmares, was originally on Steam, and now we're playing it on Switch. And we're seeing it with some issues, maybe. And I don't know if that's due to the Switch or not, but... Uh, load times, things like that are not happening when they're playing it on, you know, PlayStation or on Steam. So, so what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, it's really hard because if we look at this week's releases from the previous, you know, 4.0 episode of the dispatch, we take a look and I'm okay when games are sim shipping. And I was actually okay when the switch first came out because I was getting these switch game or these steam games or other consoles that I just never picked up. So I was really excited to pick up some of these games and there was a small, a small trickle. And I think I was okay. There was a small trickle here and there. And then all of a sudden in a given week, you know, people want more games and then there's all these games. So even this week, I would say about half of the releases, Discovery, uh, Cycle of Eternity, Biobo's Mausoleum, N++ Escape Game, Punch Club, I'm pretty sure Bend, Bend Down 2 was, and, and uh, Tommy Nee or whatever. And some of these games I'd never heard of, and Steam is just such a wild west of things uh, out there that it's kind of cool to see them being recreated and add some additional elements for the Switch. But Little Nightmares, which I think is kind of our biggest thing right now, we immediately, right after discussing it, we're like, are these load times just everybody's issue or just the Switch? And yet, you lo and behold, it's just a Switch issue. Now, this game is like super cool and we both really want to play it, but we're talking 30 to 45 seconds between every death, which happens way too often. And I'm like, I don't know if I can bear this for a four-hour game. So for me, I get excited. Like there's a Switch bonanza of Steam games. I get excited for the potential of replaying some of these games that I may have even purchased on Steam. Uh, but then it gets me really sad because there's just so much that I can't, I can't even handle it. There's like so much overload. And then like Steam, there's just so much crap. There's like crap that occurs. And I hate crap on my machine that I want to, I want to go into the eShop and be, like, oh my goodness, look at all the stuff that I want to buy. And I'm not always feeling that. And things get hidden really quick. And that's my problem. Well, I think that's a great segue, though, into something that you and I think the eShop desperately needs. You know, right now we have bestsellers. That's a great, you know, quick view of things that are currently hot. But there needs to be a rating system. I know there used to be some sort of way of like 
giving a rating or talking about the quality of the game that has been since removed, it seems, but that's never been addressed. They've never gone back. I need to start seeing things by by rating because there is an influx that's happening and it's becoming more and more apparent. You're seeing these games that are coming out that, you know, they're, they're just questionable at best. And it's kind of like you've got a lot of people here, maybe parents buying games for children that they read it quick and okay, but it's a garbage game. You're buying, you're wasting money on games that are just not good quality or that are just lazy ports from something else that just don't translate well or don't have the controls that they should. I, why do we not have a way to rate these games and share um, with with people that we're friends with. Yeah. And I mean, going back a little bit too, for even the rating now, after a year plus into the switch, we'd have so much context. I booted up my 3ds, which actually does have reviews and you can rate games. You can easily see games that are three stars or maybe they're five stars or, you know, one star even on there. And you can see how many, I don't necessarily know if I need to see how many, but I, I think seeing what my friends are playing is like nice. And I think it's hard because if you go into the bestsellers, yeah, I can see that, oh, Wizard of Legend must be amazing because it's number one in jumping up, but there's only 15 games. I can't see more or no, yeah, 15 games. I can only see some of those and half of those are Nintendo games. So it's going to be hard for people to break in there, which I think is why the rating system is so important. And early on in the Switch, you know, you and I both got it right around, I got it at launch and you got it right around launch. And I remember going into the coming soon section and I was actually excited because I could see the next few months of really high quality games that I was going to get. Now, if I go into coming soon, I just see stuff like I just don't... everything. It's like, everything. It, it, it's it's frustrating. It definitely should be. And I think there's different ways they can handle it so that it's, you know, maybe it's you have to be a, a verified purchaser of the game you know i don't want to see stuff that everybody's reviewing that it hasn't even come out yet you know sometimes you see that on you know goodreads or something like that for books that are about to be released where it's like oh this is going to be great it hasn't even come out yet how are you (laughs) rating this game or this book you know i don't want to see somebody that hasn't played it there should be maybe it's you know 10 hours played now would you like to review this game or something like that that pops up and asks if you want to contribute i think I would definitely contribute to the community because it helps build our community. And I think you would start seeing less uh, money grabs coming out on the shop and more quality games coming out. And I think it also helps to make, you know, genuine developers that are putting out quality products look at the eShop with a little bit more seriousness because they know that they're in um, their games going to get seen because of the actual rating system, you know, good stuff comes to the top. They, they would start to know that, hey, if we're putting out quality games, it's going to get seen. We're not going to just get buried under some $4, you know, port from 20 years ago that is just coming back out to try to make some money. Um, I, I think it would really help overall for, for users and for people that play these games. And it would just... It would just make it easier for developers to kind of get noticed. Yeah, I look at the... Surprisingly, what I do every week is when I'm looking at these games, I actually go on Steam and I look at the reviews because it's going to be relatively indicative of what it's on the Switch. Granted, if it's the same exact game based on specs and if we don't have slowdown issues, 
issues or long load times. But for this auto mine game, I don't actually mind too much that it has 78 reviews. I think that's fine. What I like about the Steam review system, and this is where I think the Switch and Nintendo can learn a lot uh, about reviews, is that to me, I don't need a full baked crazy review from IGN or something. I want to know what real people are playing on these smaller games that they're not going to be reviewing. And Metacritic isn't a great category either. But what I would like to see is what they do is they can say recommended or not recommended, write a little bit, and the ones that they find helpful bubble up. But what I love is that on Steam specifically, you can see if the product was received for free, which is cool, from that person and how many hours they played it. So up top, there's people that have played it for 34 hours or 16 hours, and those have the top reviews, you know, thumbs up on it compared to, oh, this person got it for free and played it for 1.2 hours. Well, I'm not going to really take that recommendation too great. I'm going to read through a few of them. Uh, And also it helps too, because, hey, this person not recommended it, played it for 10 hours. Like, wow, like that's cool. Like I can actually read what this person really liked or didn't like about it. And I think if you combine that with what you're saying is my friends, we have a friends list, they know, let's just mash that together. Maybe even see friends only. And I would love to give reviews because have you gotten the emails from Nintendo at all yet about reviewing the games? No. Oh, so I've been getting these random and I would love if our listeners chimed in to see if they got them. I get these random surveys from Nintendo. I've only gotten two so far. And it says, hey, do you want to give us feedback on this game that you got? It's a very simple survey of 10 questions where you rate like one to 100. How are the controls? Was it too difficult? How many people are playing it? How old are you type of thing? And then you get coins. You just get free coins. Really? You no, got I haven't gotten any of those. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what's interesting. happening to me. Yeah. I I like the idea of following your friends. I also think that if you are um, reviewing games, let's say you and I were playing a lot of games for the for the Switch, we downloaded got a lot of games for the eShop. We start reviewing these games, and we're putting out real reviews. We're giving it time. You know, we've got reasons why we like it, maybe reasons why we don't. Maybe there's comparisons to other games, so people can kind of develop their own idea on what they want and what you know if this is something for them. And then maybe you can follow reviewers that you are liking, mm-hmm. you know, so maybe, you know, you and I are becoming, uh, you know, quote unquote, respected reviewers by the community because we're giving genuine feedback. So people can say, oh, I like when Michael gives a review. I don't know if I play that game, but I want to read what he's reviewing because I believe in his review. So not only can you follow friends and get their feedback, but maybe you can start to follow other reviewers and and see, you know, if, if I go to Little Nightmares, here's a review from you, me, and then X, Y, and Z other people that I respect. I really like that idea because there could be the people on IGN or other podcasts that I listen to or influencers out there that Nintendo, you know, has contacted or given away games or even some of my, you know, just buddies that I work, but I don't really, I don't really want to be that close to friends. (laughs) friends. Just one. I like that idea because it'll be a little bit more restrictive, but I think if you can see the person's review and you like their writing style, like you're saying, that could be really good. Yeah, absolutely. I think, and and it would be great, you know, like you said, for, for those people that you don't want to be connected to as a, like, let's play games together, but I still want to see what you're playing and hear what your thoughts are on it. 
Yeah, and I almost wish that they were slowing down the releases because if I go into the re- recent releases, I mean, it's so hard. Just there was so many games that I, it's hard without any anything to look at that like how do I know what's good? Now this is the same issue that other consoles have, right? They have I don't know about the PlayStation 4, but I know the Xbox, there's all these games released and there's indie ones and Steam has a huge issue. So well, even though there's all these games coming over, it's not necessarily like other online shops have this, don't have these issues. Uh, so I think that there's a lot of improvement that they can make, but also well, I want to be very aware that other online stores have this issue. Sure. Uh, now, I will say there was a lot of things they got right that I really like that they can continue to improve upon. And I really enjoyed just the simplicity of the store. I, I don't know how you feel about it, but I can navigate around really quick. Um, but I do think it's maybe a little too simple. <laughs> we want a little more. Yeah, I, I, I like going in right into the recent releases. It's relatively quick, sometimes a little slow. I, I don't know what it is, you know. Are you noticing some delays when you go into the shop? Yeah, sometimes. I just really sometimes the it's a little bit. Okay. It's, it's a little slow. It's not too slow. It's not unbearable, but I'm like, mm, I just wish that it was a little bit more fluid. It's not like the Nintendo 3DS eShop, but I think, <laughs> you know, it's it's there. It's sometimes noticeable, the transitions and going in and out. But, you know, my favorite feature, I think, is is actually slowly becoming this wish list feature that I'm sure nobody uses or maybe everybody uses. I use it all the time. It's kind of my favorite because I go on there and it's like, oh, add to wish list, add to wish list, add to wish list. Uh, I don't know how to get to my wish list, but it's there. <laughs> you actually have to go to your profile that's up in the corner of the eShop. Oh, I so see you, it. You hit your little icon and then then that brings up the wish list on the left-hand side. Oh, there but it is. But that's funny because you're like, you're adding to it and you're like, I don't know where this is going, but I know there's a list somewhere with a bunch of games I want to play. Oh, there's a bunch of things on my wish list that I already bought. I, I love the wish list, but you know what I do? I add to my wish list. I go to Metacritic and I sit there for like two hours kind of going through my wish list and saying like, all right, well, this game's rated higher than this game. Maybe that'll be my next buy. And that's uh. ridiculous that I have to do that to see what I want to buy next because I add things sometimes there's no review. So I have no idea if it's a good game. So then I need to make sure, you know, because we don't want to, some of these games are full price. Some of them are, you know, $2. I've bought what $2 game, but I'm not going to be spending $20 a pop and keep finding I'm buying crappy games. Do you know what I'm saying? So I don't want to have to keep going to another third party thing like Metacritic to see what my next purchase is going to be when I'm right on the switch right now. Yeah. Oh, I mean, just a high level overview is all I need. Like, it's like when I go onto my, my phone, just give me a high level overview of it's either going to be terrible or not terrible. And that's kind of my, and I, you know, and that would even help me because a lot of people are like, Oh, if you give reviews and then smaller indie games that are a few bucks might just get three stars. And I go, you know what? To me personally, when I see a game that's like two, three bucks, I'm like three stars. I'm like, nah, right, I'll pick it up. It's, not, it's got one star. I'm not going to pick it up, but someone's got to buy it. Yeah, uh, I mean, three stars means it's an okay game to somebody. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I don't, to me, that's not a bad thing. It just may not have been a game for them. You know, we, we've discussed this actually a little bit ago in our our regular podcast episode where we talk about little nightmares being similar to limbo. I didn't really love limbo. I would have given that a three star rating probably because it wasn't a bad game. It just wasn't my taste in a game, but a lot of people love that game. 
you know so a three star i would definitely try especially if it's only a couple bucks because it may may be better for me than it was for someone else the one thing about these reviews that apple learned a lot and i think nintendo can learn from is how you do the reviews is it is it via just the game or is it via the game and updates because this is an important distinguishing factor because as of this point little nightmares we haven't done an official review yet and i'm kind of drafting our ideas of how we want to do reviews on the site but i'm going to give it probably a lower score just because of these slowdown issues and these long load times but what if they come out with an update in a month and it changes everything you know you have to be able to handle that on on apple the developer gets to choose do you want to keep the current score or reset it based on this new release um and and that's something I think now they actually display overall and current release and you can do that type of thing. So because to me, that would change the entire game. And I would want people to re-review Little Nightmares based on the new version, not the old version. I think no matter what, I think we can both agree there needs to be some system, just something. Even if somebody goes in, says, yep, I played it for 10 hours. Here's three stars, five stars, whatever. Write a blurb if you want. Done then they can keep evolving it. There needs to be something because that can be a filtering system as well. I only want to see four stars and above for me to buy them, you know, something like that. So we know that those are things that need a little bit of work. What, in addition to the eShop being the way it is and how simple it is, what are other things that you like about what they're doing? I love the games on sale section, actually. This is, uh, I don't, I think maybe... I think because everything is uniform, that's why I really like it. I know the 3DS had games on sale, but it was hard. I love that it's literally right there in my face and I can come in and just browse through. And these games that creeped out a year ago that when I wasn't looking every week, I'm just so interested in. And I love that I can just tap on one, see the original price, see the price, and also see how many gold coins I can apply. That's my other favorite feature is spending spending gold coins because I don't know what to do with them. So I keep spending them. That's probably my new favorite feature. I don't know. Do you do that? Yeah, absolutely. I'm in every day. I well, not every day, but every time I boot up the eShop, the very first thing I do is go into the games on sale because they always change all the time. Yeah. I, I like seeing that. I like seeing the demos. That's a big one for me. I haven't done it yet, but I like, I guess I like the idea of it. I can't say I like it yet because I haven't experienced, but the pre-purchase, I think that'll be nice. If there's a game that comes up where I'm just like, I have to have this. If I am, the way I'm imagining it is I pre-purchase it. The day it comes out, it will automatically download to my switch. Yeah. I would assume. I believe that's what happens. You know what? I'm going to do it. This will be a test. I'm going to pre-purchase right now as we record this, the... A Tomine game. I'm going to redeem some points. I'm going to redeem 144 points. This is a good process. I mean, look at how easy this is. Confirm purchase. I have money. I've linked it to my PayPal account. Bingo, bango, continue shopping. I just bought a game. This is what I love on the eShop. I just bought a game in under 10 seconds. Like amazing. That's, that's the main convenience. And I think that's, and you know, you had mentioned that other systems have these issues, but for whatever reason, I don't notice that because I don't, really go on there that that much i would say almost every other day and not even for the podcast i did this before we started recording these podcasts 
I go on the eShop and just to browse and see what's, you know, because I like thinking about what I'm going to buy next for my Switch. I'm enjoying playing it. I'm enjoying the process of looking at some of these games and reading the little descriptions and playing the little video to see if it's something I'm interested in. So that's all the more reason that we we're so passionate about the things that aren't working because we love so much of the things that are. And I think the things that are broken or things that we think could use improvement aren't the worst things. Like the worst thing that we could say is it's really hard to buy a game. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I think that would be the worst. It's like, it is extremely hard to buy a game and I hate going into the eShop and that is not the case at all. I will also say that I really like how things download in the background. Uh, like they work as you would expect. I went onto my 3DS and downloaded the Dylan's and the demo and you have the option of download later or download now. And I go, well, I want to try it now. And I know download later means I need to shut it and plug it in and it'll download at some point. And I hit said download now and I had to sit there and I had to just wait. And uh, I was like, oh, so I booted up my switch and I started playing my switch while, while my 3DS was downloading a game. <laughs> so that was one thing I, I, I enjoyed. I think in general, the eShop's doing a lot right. There's a few things that we would like to see, but those are refinements. Those are evolutions to something that's already good or great, depending on how you look at it. Um, and, and it just needs to be tweaked a little bit and just give us a little bit more to make to, to educate ourselves on what we want to buy. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's all. And other than that, I love it. I'm always in there. I probably use that more than the news uh, feature of our switch. I'm always in the eShop because I just like to. I like to window shop, I guess. I'm, I'm just getting excited about the games coming out that I want to buy. So as I just pre-purchased this game, <laughs> whoa, this is amazing. So I just pre-purchased this Automine game and it already downloaded the game. Oh, really? So it's already available. And then what you do, this is bananas, is when you click on it, it says the council will use the internet to check whether the software can be played. And you hit check and it needs to make sure it's actually released. And this says can't be played yet. So it's actually already installed on my machine. That's bananas. Interesting. So the it will check when the release date comes out, then you gain access to it. Yeah. So you yeah. don't have to wait to download anything. This is amazing. And every game should have that feature and not everyone does. Um, I'm really glad that we did this live. And Nintendo eSwitch first. Yeah. You know what I do? One feature before we get out of here that I really do want that had me thinking just recording this is the wish list and the games on sale now or just news section what if nintendo gave you news or notifications when there was a news new new article or your game went on sale like why why wouldn't they do that that's genius that is genius and can i gift games to another player a friend on my switch through the eShop? i don't believe i can but I, I could be confusing it with like Steam and some of the other ones. I know Steam, you can gift a game. I don't think the eShop allows you to gift a game. I do not believe so. That should also be a feature. Yeah. You should definitely be able to buy. Why Make it so we can buy what we want to buy. And if that means giving it to somebody else, make that happen too. And also I would say I'm okay if they add another column that just says games with demos and lists all of them instead of having right now you can go into search and then click a button that says games with demos. But what if that was just a section? Because maybe that would encourage devs to do it more. Um, I'm not sure. You and I are huge fans of the demo games. I check that all the time. I'm sad. Nothing else has come out recently. That's a demo. Um, But yeah, 
put it on the left with the other main column, like the navigation demos. Boom. Yeah. Make everybody start putting demos in there. I, I think some people are scared of demos because maybe their game's not that good, but I, I do think demos are so, so great. And then once you're done, buy it. Boom. I, I agree. I think also I do like the demos on the switch that I play, they seem to be just unlimited play through it. When I did the Dylan's one, it was, you have 30 plays of this software. And I was like, I'm not going to, Oh, that's funny. <laughs> like, I'm not going to play it 30 times, but thank you. <laughs> it's already limited to this little tiny five minute demo. Why do I need to see that when I pop it up? Ah, well, anything else you want to talk about in the eShop? Any other last hopes and dreams? No, no. I, I hope Nintendo is hearing us and takes everything we've just said to heart. And we look forward to E3 where you announce all these changes. <laughs> exactly. Happening. Yes. Nintendo, we know you are listening. Make it so. Make it so. All right. All right, buddy. Well, until next week, this has been yet another Nintendo Dispatch. You can follow us on the internet at Dispatch Podcast, at James Montemagno, at Michael Rivette. And don't forget, we still have our contest going. All you got to do is follow us on Twitter or tweet out, and you get an entry really quick and simple where you can win great games and great accessories for your Switch. So tell your friends all about the Dispatch. And that'll do it for this week's Nintendo Dispatch. Have a good one.